0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we are gonna look at some audio from a future leaders series meeting we had here at Peterman, where I talk about three different questions, and three different questions that, as leaders, we may ask ourselves, and ones that we ponder when leadership becomes tough, and maybe we're not sure what to do. Part one of uh, of this talk focuses in on the first question um, and and into the second one of why do we not see change immediately when trying to inspire it in our people? And so I go into a little bit about um, self-awareness and understanding that everybody comes from a different place and then connecting that with part of the second question, what can we do ourselves to inspire change? A lot of this centers around asking the right questions and really understanding that each person does come from their own unique place. So without further ado, we'll jump into this audio. Again, part one of a series that we did here at Peterman where we're talking about leadership and identifying where we need to come from as a leader when it comes to leading individuals. I've Had a lot of uh, interesting things this week happen with respect to leadership and, and really being able to talk to uh, people who are uh, really good at this stuff. We had uh, a gentleman in uh, by the name of Jack Needham earlier this week for some of our managers, and then um, also we had an install class going on this week with uh, with Thad from uh, NextStar, who uh, who does always a very awesome job. So with those things happening and just being exposed to that, it's amazing what happens and what uh, what inspiration comes. Uh, just from those interactions. And so uh, I took bits and pieces from stuff that, I, that uh, I, I encountered with them, conversations that I had with them, um, and really came up with kind of three questions and, and w- probably ones that we ask ourselves um, in leadership, really in life. Uh, you know, uh, in those three questions are, you know, why do we not see change immediately? what can we do ourselves to inspire change Uh, that word inspire will become kind of a thread throughout this this entire uh, talk as I as I kind of gathered up my notes this morning Um, and then how do we take that um, and then manage more so the people as opposed to the problem so uh, we'll dive in Uh, the first question so why do we not see change immediately obviously Uh, we all want to move fast we all want things to happen we've all got an idea of what should take place Uh, what should the people that we're leading do what should they do we've all got this plan and we oftentimes say to ourselves if only they would listen if only they would follow my direction well why don't they well the biggest thing to consider and and we all can consider this because this is why we think is we're all conditioned from the time that we were born on up through now. We're still being conditioned, uh, you know. Conditioned, I think, sometimes takes on a bad wrap, but at the same time, conditioning can be good too. You know, sitting here today, this is probably I hope is good conditioning, uh, conditioning ourselves to think a little bit differently. Uh, to take maybe something uh, into perspective that we may not have. But when it comes to leadership, we have to understand that people come from all different backgrounds. Um, People come from situations that have made them think a certain way. And that's all right. That's perfectly fine. However, where we struggle is when we think people should act just like we act. They should do exactly as we do, and they should do it in the manner that we do it in. You know, if any of you have worked with us for a little bit of time, some longer than others, um, he's not here today. But you can see conditioning on full display if you watch my brother and my father. Uh, They act a lot alike. That's okay. That's okay. There's a lot of good there um but they they respond a whole lot alike well i mean that makes sense he's raised him since he was a baby and now he's 30. for 30 years he's been conditioning this boy well he's going to act like him you know those of you that are parents you your kids probably have tendencies that are a lot like you that's okay that's perfect but we have to understand where they come from. We've gotta understand that they may learn a little bit differently. They may have an objection to something where you just don't even understand why there is even an objection. Why are you having such trouble understanding this? Why are you so hesitant to make this change? Well, that could go back years, childhood, teenage years, and it could be something totally unrelated, but they hold that there with them which affects them from making that change and again that's okay as a leader we have to understand this we cannot push people and drive them to change we have to allow them to figure it out on their own you know when i talk, when i think about <clears throat> conditioning and and uh in my own life and where i've been hesitant to change uh one of one of the stories that uh there's often times when you I feel like when you figure out that you've been conditioned and that's why you are holding back that's why you're not changing it's like one of those things you want to keep secret like I kind of know why I'm not doing this but hopefully no one else notices you know I kind of get it so um I had a had an interesting uh kind of Recollection of this. Um, so when I went to when I went off to college to play football, w- uh, Wabash had a very successful team, very successful program, all this stuff, and you had a lot of guys come from maybe programs in high school that they just weren't they weren't very successful. You know they were you know middle of the road. They were you know had a losing record, and they were looking at this opportunity in college as I can join a winning program. I can join, whereas high school, you don't have much of a choice. It's kind of, this is where you live. This is where you're going to school. The program is what we make it. Well, in college, you can choose. You can choose where you want to go. And and people, a lot of people that I went to, they were choosing this program because that was, shoot, I want to be part of a winning culture. I want to be part of a winning program. I had a little bit different perspective. I was fortunate enough to play on some very good teams and have a ton of success in high school. So there was a lot of conditioning for me that I look back on now and it's like, yeah, I never really bought in in college, which was unfortunate. Um, Had an amazing time, amazing experience, all of that stuff. But I feel like it always could have been better because I never totally bought in because I was so hesitant to change something. I knew it worked, and they did it a little bit different, but I was never gonna buy into that. It was almost like a sense of pride. And I think sometimes we all get that when it comes to change. You get, you're well up with that sense of pride, like, you know what? I have something that works too. Which, yeah, you may. And change is not saying that was wrong. It's just saying, would modifying it help? Would taking this path help? Possibly. And so I was reminded of this. And I said, you know, you keep it kind of secret. You're like, "Eh, you know, hopefully no one notices. I'm just going to kind of, you know, roll into this. Well, um, I still correspond with my position coach uh, who was there. Uh, He lives down in Florida. Uh, He coaches high school football down there now. And uh, he had, uh, when we did the uh, or when we uh, were awarded the uh, IBJ Fast 25, I sent him a letter with the article in it, um, and said, and just to tell him how much of an impact he had on my life and and leadership. Um, I still actually carry. I think I've told this story before. I still have a card on my desk uh, that sits right behind my computer uh, of when he wrote a note to me my freshman year. I was 18, um, and basically that was him believing in me. Uh, go go get it. You can do this. And so I wrote him. I wrote him a. Uh, A note and uh, he wrote me back and in the in the letter uh, which relates to this story he said we could never really fully get you to buy in damn he noticed and it's easy to notice and as leaders we all notice those people who maybe aren't fully bought in but we struggle because how do I get them to buy in how do I get them to want to do this I'm not really sure you know is he always just going to be, you know, just stubborn and just want to do it his way? Possibly. But how do we how do we act as that leader that can pull that out of them? That can allow them to come face to face with that conditioning, to them to understand why they think like they do and then move forward? That's the key, that's the hard part though. That's the part that's challenging because you're trying to inspire another human. So obviously before we can inspire change in others, we have to understand what change looks like for us. As I just mentioned, I have conditioning, everybody has conditioning. Um, some of it really good. So there's, there's very good things. I, I think back on, um, you know, some of my childhood and, and different things that like the way I consider myself extremely kind of pliable, like I'm open to any kind of change uh, we got, like, Hey, how can we make it better? I'm, I'm all for it. I'm not really held in to my ideas. And then I look back at my childhood and I can pinpoint examples of, of when I may have been exposed to thinking like that. And you know, I think the biggest thing and the thing that has helped me the most um, probably over the past four or five years as I've really dug into leadership and how to get better at it and, and what does that look like is really understanding what change looks like in myself. Am I willing to change? Because everybody has that comfort zone. Everybody has that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good here. I'm good here. Uh, Stretching requires some awkwardness, some, uh, you know, getting outside of the box. Uh, I can tell you probably three years ago, there ain't no way I was standing up here doing this. But to me, that's part of my job. I've got to inspire others. Now, I'm not saying what I say up here is inspiring. Uh, It's more so I feel like spreading this information is a means to inspire and when we look at inspiration, I think sometimes the, the difficult part is it seems lofty. You know, you talk about inspire somebody, like, well, you know, I, what's that mean? Uh, how do I do that? Is there a book or something that I can, I can learn how to do that? And I think for me, inspiration just comes from our actions, our thoughts, our words, whatever we're doing. If we're headed in the right direction, if we're open to change, if we're open to being a little bit vulnerable, that's inspiration. That's an that's example to follow. You know, I came across a quote. I was reading a book a couple days ago, and uh, it was by Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, it said, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. How many people have ever looked at a leader and like, well, yeah, he wants me to do all this changing, but he ain't ever going to change. He ain't changing his ways. As I was thinking through this, what's the what's the all popular saying in our industry? I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. Have you really? The minute that you say that and you think that that adds credibility. To me, all that's saying is, I have my way of doing things, and I'm not open to changing. And unfortunately, that's what we get. You get a lot of guys who have done this for a long time, have a ton of experience. They figured out their way of doing things. And they're not open to changing. They're not open to getting a little bit better. And there again, their way may work perfect. It may be flawless. But at the end of the day, what I can tell you is you'll always be changing. The minute you stop changing, like they say, the minute you stop growing, you start dying. So always be growing. And I think keeping that top of mind is extremely, extremely important. And so, okay, what can we do as leaders, if we do have all this experience, which we're gonna lean on as knowing well, that idea didn't work there, or hey, this one worked really well in the past. Yeah, we can use that, but understanding what our conditioning is and maybe an environment that we may have been in that wasn't good or what someone that we're leading was in an environment that wasn't good or wasn't supportive, how do we pull them out? How do we pull them out of that? You know, the, the biggest piece in leadership that I've always, and, and this is a piece of conditioning that I, I was very fortunate, is when I came in, into this business, I had very little conditioning, uh, simply because I didn't know a thing. Uh, and when I say know a thing, uh, I didn't know the difference between an air conditioner and a heat pump. I'm like, wow, that sounds weird. What is that? Uh, I mean, literally nothing. Uh, And you may find that weird, like I grew up around it my whole life, Uh, but I was very hesitant mechanically, that's not my strong suit. Uh, So I was very just kind of standoffish on that, like, yeah, go do your thing, that sounds great. Uh, You know, I, I knew dad was in business, I knew what he did, I didn't really ever investigate into what that was. And so I've always had the habit of, and some of you may remember this, when I used to sell jobs is... I just went in with here's the deal I sold it I don't have a clue what we should do here but I got pictures and notes from here to kingdom come you tell me what you want to do and I've ordered boxes and fittings and all kinds of stuff just tell me what you want to do because there again they were the expert I wasn't I wasn't gonna try to be the expert and what I saw is that as, as things progressed is you start to get buy-in because what's that person understand? At that point in time, they understand that I'm on your side. I'm not, I'm not the leader and whatever I say goes. I'm the leader and I'm here to support you in whatever way I can. You know, the tough thing about, uh, about inspiring people is that it doesn't happen right away takes a long time and so it's very easy for people to get frustrated and it's very easy just to give someone direction on what to do just tell them what to do here's what to do go do it unfortunately will that person go do it probably Are they ever going to grow? No. They're just going to do what you told them to. And that's not a very, to me, very inspiring place to be when you just get told what to do. Or that conversation look a little bit different if we asked them, well, what do you think? How do you think we should do this? You got any ideas? When we ask them, when we allow them to self-discover, that's when we start to see a little bit of breakthrough. You know, the class that we had on uh, Wednesday uh, with some of our managers, uh, I mentioned Jack Needham came in and, and his whole talk was about asking questions about asking the right questions. And I can tell you that that class is a class I probably need to have for the next 10 years. It's hard to do. It's really hard. Even after the class, I was like, God dang, I could really work on this. But it's hard to even come up with a question, let alone ask it. But that's okay. We're all working. And it just takes that one step to start stepping into empowering people, inspiring people. You know, some of us as as leaders and, and, and uh, in in positions of, of, of people really, really following you, um, it's very easy to see that you want more, you want to improve. And yet sometimes we can't even imagine someone Wanting to wake up and just kind of coast through the day. Just kind of put in my time and get through there. Like, you don't want to get any better? What do you mean? Why not? And that goes back to the conditioning. And the reason we have to be patient is to break down that conditioning. If we just tell someone what to do, we didn't really grow anybody. We just directed them in the, that direction. Whereas if we truly start to break down that conditioning, that's when you start to see people grow. And that's what leadership is. We're not robots. If we were, leadership would be very easy. There wouldn't be a need for it. Then you could truly manage. You just manage the machines as they walk around. And, do as do as they're told so how can you do this how can you be that inspiration for your team how can you step out of that management piece and and start to lead and there again you don't need to be the manager we all lead we all inspire each and every day. When I mean, you think about if you had to list out the five people that you look up to the most. I bet all of them aren't managers. I bet all of them don't hold a position where people follow them. You do. You follow them. A lot of the people that I look up to, they're not a quote unquote manager, but I like the way they live, I like the way they go about things, I like the way they represent themselves, I like the way they treat people. So we're all in a leadership position. It's just a matter of how you want to come through in that position. And if we're all in a leadership position, then we're all really tasked with asking the right questions. Allowing others to self-discover. And if you think about it, some of the best questions asked are the questions we ask ourselves. Well, what's the best way for someone to ask a question to themselves? Watch you watch you perform, watch you do your job, watch you show up on time, watch you be dependable. All of those characteristics that we're all looking for in people. Then people start asking questions, then people start self-discovering. So I think it's extremely, extremely important, and I've talked about this before, is learning to lead ourselves first. What habits do we have? What actions do we take? How do we show up in the world? We can all do a better job of this. We all break down at some point. We all have bad moments. But when we know that we're leading, for me at least, that adds a little bit of extra emphasis. <laughs> gotta, gotta be on my A game here. Got to be uh, Gotta be in the right frame of mind. Can't really have a bad day. Need to keep moving in the right direction so that I can continue to inspire others.